Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, this is very cool. We said we had a, uh, an awesome mystery guest potentially coming in. Heard this gentleman on with the Sports Junkies just a few days back. Thought he was very impressive. Maryland head coach Mike Loxley live in studio here on CDBTW. Coach, great to have you. How are you? I'm doing great, man. I appreciate you having us. Sounded like you had a late night last night. Oh, a little, a little busy, <laughs> a little busy. So you were connected to what, 60% of the kids that were drafted last night? <laughs> Either coached them or uh, played against them if you look at the first round. It's crazy. What is it like when you, I mean, you've been now, what is this your third a uh, uh, period of time with the University of Maryland? Three times a charm. Man. This is my third time around here. What is it like in this period where you're still so connected with that group in Alabama and had so much success and these kids are getting going to the next step? It's got to be incredibly rewarding, but you're with Maryland now. You got this group that you're in charge of. It's got to be a weird type of balance for you. You know, not really, because it was just three years ago I was here at Maryland. I finished up here in 2015 before I headed to Alabama. And, uh, you know, we had some success yesterday as well with Darnell Savage yeah. getting drafted in the first round. So gave us the first time of having back-to-back first-round draft picks at Maryland since uh, Sean Merriman and Vernon Davis did it back in 05 and 06. It's pretty great. Those guys had decent enough careers. By the way, Vernon Davis might play till he's 50 at this point. Who knows? Um, you're going to have the, uh, the spring game coming up. You're bringing back a bunch of guys. Do you have 15 practices leading up into this? Yeah, this will be number 15 tomorrow. And so and tomorrow's the game. Tomorrow is the game. Yep. People can come out and check that out. Definitely. That's what we want to do. We want to try to get, you know, it's Maryland Day, which in the past when I was here before, we would play our red and, right, red and white game on uh, Maryland Day, which sure. is basically an open house for campus to show the community all the great things that's going on on our campus. So we uh, included the spring game in it, and we also have our uh, top two uh lacrosse teams are playing our men's and women's lacrosse teams which are both ranked number two in the country are playing john hopkins early uh, at 4 30 and 7 30 nice day people can come out and make a day of it no doubt that is very cool well um so much i could ask you about but i think you probably know something i gotta ask you about right at the top is there was a quarterback draft yesterday <laughs> here locally that you're familiar with and have a great relationship with it was actually scheduled to play in the university of maryland and then you know, careers went in other Things directions. Happen. He right. ends up going someplace else. But, man, I mean, how much different is that young man today than he was when you were talking about getting him to come play football here? Well, I think the amazing thing is that he hasn't changed, and that's usually a good thing. You know, he was a really even-killed kid and really close-knit family, really tight family. Uh, but, you know, when you talk about the football skill set, you know, the kid can make every throw Damn. that you need to make. Uh, has played in some uh, diverse offenses. Uh, you know, has been coached really well up there at Ohio State. You know, I think he'll be a good pro force here with the Redskins. I was watching, of course, talking about Dwayne Haskins, and I was I was watching him break down film. He was on some NFL Network show, and he's just talking the levels at which he's talking about going through his progressions and looking off safeties. And you're like, Good lord! I mean, this sounds like a guy that's maybe been removed from the game and has been analyzing football for many years. Just really seems to have 
a good head for it and really is going to be able to come in and not have any type of an issue picking up an NFL offense because it sounds like he's already operating at that level. Yeah, they, we call that football IQ. And, and, you know, I learned pretty early, having recruited Dwayne um, to Maryland or to come to Maryland, that he was really, really high on the football IQ chart in terms of understanding defenses. You know, the big thing that all these quarterbacks face when they make the step from college to the pro game is the protections because with all the exotic pressures and blitzes that you'll see at that next level. But I think he has the capacity to be able to pick it up. When you are transitioning from one level to another, um, I, I don't know. I've been just watching football my whole life. It seems like that the pro game has never borrowed more from the college game as far as offense and scheme and the kind of shifting paradigms with size and things like that. When you talk to guys, what is the biggest speed bump? What is the biggest hurdle they have to jump over in order to, you know, progress their career to the next level? Well, I think the biggest thing is the speed of the game is a lot different. And just like from a high school player to playing at the college level, the speed changes. But, like, for a guy like Dwayne, I think the biggest difference will be, and we talk about it in football, the throwing lanes and the windows will be a lot tighter. The coverage will be a lot tighter, which means you have to be a lot more accurate with your throws and to be able to anticipate those throws, which, you know, having played at Ohio State and played at a high level of football and at the college uh, level, I think he'll be all right making that transition. Big Ten Offensive Player of the Year. He also had incredible success against really good defenses, some of the nation's best, and, of course, the classic against your now program in Maryland. Um, how much is that worth when you're not – I don't want to say at a lesser conference, but you're going up against guys every week that are getting drafted, NFL caliber talent. How much is that worth when you're looking at a quarterback? I mean, I think it's really important. You know, the, the parameters we usually put on it is you want guys that have played in a lot of games because, you know, at the quarterback position, things happen fast and there's split-second decisions that need to be made. And a lot of times you rely on, you know, your experiences in those situations. So, you know, Playing, playing experience and the amount of reps that he's been able to take and as, as well as playing against top competition, which he did there at Ohio State, I think will prepare him to uh, be able to make that transition a little smoother. It's a very cool story. Uh, Maryland head coach Mike Loxley joins me live in studio. The Twitter at Coach Lox. Of course, Maryland football Twitter at Terps Football. Their spring game is tomorrow at College Park. When you're involved at Alabama, I mean, it's it's probably the premier sporting endeavor that we have in North America. So there's all these questions and being involved with Coach Saban. How much of what you learn there is something that you bring here? How much of it is who you are in the way that you coach? How do you blend all of that together when you become the head coach of the Terps? Yeah, I think the big thing is success leaves clues. Uh, I, I say that to our team a lot. And having spent the three years down at Alabama, and you know, and I hadn't been to a national championship in 26 years in coaching, Man. and I go there for three years, and I go to three <laughs> national championships. So, uh, as I tell uh, some of our coaching staff members, you know, you ever seen the movie Coming to America? Sure. They're McDonald's, we're McDowell's. <laughs> you know, so I, I've taken quite a bit of the things that I've learned from being under Coach Saban and the Alabama program, especially if you look at the consistency that that they, that we had there. Uh, that they've had there over the years. So uh, the big thing that I'll take away from it, though, is it starts with getting really good players. And we've got some really good players yeah. in the DMV area. And, you know, I know this. When I was here at Maryland from 2001 to 2003, we won 10 games a year, and we had some really good pros in there. We had Sean Merriman, Vernon Davis, E.J. Henderson, DeQuell Jackson, Randy Starks, and the list goes on and on. And all these guys were homeborn, uh, born and bred right here in the DMV. Now – you excel at recruiting. You're one of the best the nation at doing it. Everybody's excited because that's something 
that has got to be one of the more unique skills to have probably as a human being. And, and there's so much trust involved and it's also sport and you got to decide if you're going into a kid's home, like the way you're going to attack it. How long does it take to call that ability? How long does it take to become an expert that everybody always talks about 10,000 hours? I don't know if you can just throw a number on what it takes to try and do what you're talking about. What is it like becoming adept at doing that? I think the big thing is is, is being very uh, transparent and honest. And one of the things that I think helps me is that I, I walked in the same classrooms that a lot of these kids that I'm recruiting, especially in this area. You know, I went to Baloo High School mm. over in the southeast section. I grew up literally five minutes from here in the King Greenleaf section of southwest, right down there where Nat Stadium now sits. And so I'm very familiar with the, the things and the struggles and and, and I was able to use the game of football to, to, to change the lineage of my family, basically. So when I sit in a lot of these homes, and especially here in the DMV, you know, I can speak from experience how strong the game of football can be for you as well as a really strong education paired with it. So uh, a great example to be able to use to help try to lure some kids to come play for me. Yeah, trying to change your life through football if you've been able to do that and then being able to tell that story to someone else. I imagine it's incredibly useful. Um the TV stuff, talking about it on TV all last night on NBC Sports Washington. That sounds like fun. Well, I, I don't think I would want to do that for a career. <laughs> you know, I got home and I was asked if, if that was something I would want to do after uh, coaching football. And yeah. I said, I'm going to coach football as long as I can. <laughs> you know, sitting around at a table and just you can't really say some of the things you really want to say. You could say them here. What did you want to say there that you you absolutely, uh, we have a dumb button. Uh, no, I, I won't go there. <laughs> this guy is the worst. I can't believe they drafted him. What did you think of the Giants draft? I was a little surprised, a little surprised. I was a little surprised, too. A little surprised. Dwayne was a little surprised, but, too. From uh, but the happy, because I'm a, I'm a diehard Redskin. Again, oh, I, cool. I grew up here. Uh, I was a Bullet fan before they were Wizards, the Redskin fan. Now that we got the Nats, I mean, I'm a hometown homer. I mean, that's, you know, when I talk about Maryland being a dream job for me, I mean, I literally would roam the parking lots of Coalfield House as a kid growing up in this area. Uh, we would be scalping tickets, of course. Of course. Finding ways to get into the game. But, I mean, I just – I grew up loving the Terps. And to have the opportunity to lead the program has just been a dream come true for me. It's awesome. You're an easy guy to root for. Really appreciate you taking the time today. Spring game tomorrow, College Park. Go check it out. Lacrosse teams playing. Football teams are playing. Should be a beautiful day. So make it a day and spend some time at the university. Hope to talk to you again real soon, Coach. Thanks so much for making the time. Well, I appreciate you guys having me. Of course. My pleasure as always. Tell Flex I love him. He needs to poke his head in down here. I haven't seen him in a little bit. Uh, that's Mike Lockley, head coach of the Terrapins, at Coach Locks on Twitter. Spring game tomorrow at College Park. Check it out. You're listening to CDBTW. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.